Alchemy, as Merriam-Webster would define it, is a power or process that changes or transforms something in a mysterious or impressive way. Further still, it could be defined as an inexplicable or mysterious transmuting. And transmuting can go further to be defined as to change in form, appearance, or use. Remember those concepts, remember those terms, because they will be important much later on. Well, not that much later on, pretty pretty soon into it. But let's get into the intro of this podcast. This is the Is Told by Reese podcast, and I am your host, Reese. And I bet you wonder where I've been. Oh no? No you haven't? Because you've watched and listened to... There couldn't be a watch because I didn't record it by video, only audio. So you listened to my very last podcast. And with bated breath, you waited for this next one. And you'll see that in the annals of history, this one actually was uploaded a day after the last one. And I suggest you go check out that last one. But here's the good news about mm, just about all of my podcast episodes. They're all standalones. They're all standalones. You don't have to have listened to any single episode. And honestly, you could pretty much listen to them out of order. And you'd still get the gist of who I am. And I would get the gist of who you are. Because you listen. And even though I don't know you, I feel you out there. I feel you out there. And I think what we have going on is an exchange. And that's what I want to talk about in today's podcast episode. It's going to be all about exchange and what that means to me, what it might mean to you, what is meant in various forms. So I guess what I'm saying is, let's start the show. So I have to be honest with you. I first started this episode off uh, defining alchemy because I wanted to talk about a concept that I thought was a real, well, a pseudo-concept, but a real pseudo-concept um, in, in, in kind of in-depth, more in-depth than usual, I would say, or maybe not. I wanted to talk about equivalent exchange, and I said, oh yeah, that's a term I know, that's a term alchemists use, certainly. Um... The alchemists that I know that use it <laughs> are fictional ones from anime uh, called Full Metal Alchemist or Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, depending on which one you've watched. Uh, now, that was one of the progenitors of anime becoming very mainstream. I'd say it was before the wave, but it's one of those foundational pieces of anime art that helped it become such a staple moving forward. But anyway, Full Metal Alchemist, um, I'm going to explain the plot very badly so I don't actually spoil anything. Two brothers try to get something. To get something, they have to give something. And they lose a lot. And they don't get what they bargained for. Hijinks and hilarity ensues, and then they find out that the the alchemist was the full metal they found along the way. Or something like that. But I wanted to talk about um, equivalent exchange. 
I hate that I'm going to have to do this. I really, really do hate that I have to do this, but I'm reading from this website, CBR.com, because I want to give a pretty um, a simple explanation of equivalent exchange, but then I started reading. So here's the thing, from what I know, right? And this is where I'm coming with, full <laughs> with equivalent exchange from Full Metal Alchemist. So I just have to give you the full picture, but bear with me. It gets interesting at some point. So I'm quoting from www.cbr.com. But anyway, in Full Metal Alchemist, equivalent exchange is based on two fundamental laws, the conservation of mass and the conservation of providence. Okay, let's see here. Mm -mm -mm. The law of conservation of mass dictates that an object cannot be created from nothing, and if deconstructed, the said object will be reduced to components whose sum is equal in mass. The law of natural providence states that objects composed of a particular material or element can only be transmuted into objects of similar compositions. And they give you some for instances there. And actually, I think that probably um, would actually have helped out with using those examples. But you know what? We're not going to we're not going to go there. But how does this define equivalent exchange? Well, when you put them both together is. Long story shorter, to obtain something of value, something of that same value must be sacrificed. Maybe I, I could have just long story shorted it for you in the beginning and we didn't have to go through all this. <laughs> but we went there. We went there. And honestly, that's all. It is based off of something. It's actually based off the law of um, the first law of thermodynamics, which is um, chemistry. Um, the first law of thermodynamics states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed, only transformed. And I find it interesting. I find that interesting. I don't know enough about chemistry to say, hey, that's poppycock. And whoever says poppycock. If someone walks up to you and says poppycock to you, um, it's a good chance they're me or there's some sort of alien. It's either or. I, I'm not sure which one. Or both. You don't know. I always talk about coming to my corner of the universe. Maybe I'm not uh, I'm not from here. <laughs> but anyway, I want to talk about the, the exchange part of it. Because when you think about it, everything in life boils down to an exchange for the most part from what I've learned for myself because I'm not one of those podcasts that tell you things in, in definitive terms but I started thinking about it right and this is why I started thinking about it ever since New Year's which was last month at this point it's February January that's simple math really ever since New Year's I've had a goal a goal a solution would if you if you say so to speak in my household we have a lot of stuff we have a lot of stuff and a finite space to put that stuff but we just kept getting more stuff and over the years my wife and I have been living together for about mm, ever since that thing that we don't speak about we've been living together since then so it's been years and when two people who are used to their own spaces combine spaces well it's a lot of stuff and because you have to live you have to continue living 
a lot of times you get more stuff in without getting more stuff out. But sometime after the new year, we had a complete overhaul of stuff. We got a lot of our stuff out. We got a lot of our stuff out because we needed it. There was a lot of redundancy. There's a lot of things that we just don't need and won't be taking with us to another spot. And it just it just got messy, it got cluttered, and it's just it became overwhelming. But we hunkered down and we got rid of a lot of stuff. And we had we had an agreement. We had a we had a, a solution to this. We said to ourselves, before we move, or but you know, be, between now and the time we move, anything material that we are bringing into the household, we must get rid of something in the household of material. Now, how did this work? How does this work in real time? I'll give you an example. If we buy more clothes, we're getting rid of some clothes. Clothes we can't fit, clothes we don't wear anymore, clothes that are just too old. Or if we buy an electronic device, like a big screen TV or other insert electronic device that I can't think of right now, you best believe we're getting rid of the electronic device that we're using to replace it. We're using, we're getting that new one to replace the old one. So how would the old end with the new? It's not, okay, now this goes to the bedroom or this goes to another room. It's no, no, no. This goes out the door to the next group. If we get a chair in, we get a chair out. Now, perishables and things that we have to use, such as toiletries and other things, that's a different category. I'm pretty sure you catch the drift by now, is we're making a very concentrated effort of making this an equivalent exchange as far as what we get in and what we get out. But I want to talk about it some more. I want to talk about equivalent exchange some more, because I, I think about it in this term, right? I certainly believe for myself in many cases, exchange is, all, is always happening. And I would actually posit further that energetic exchange is always happening. So think about it. I work a job. Why do I work a job? To get money. That's an exchange right there. I give you my time, effort, and energy, and you give me your money. My input is work, my output is money. My input is time, my output is money. My input is energy, my output is money. But when I think about it, for me, those are three things I'm getting for one thing. And it's not a lot of the one thing that I'm getting for those three things. And those three things are are, are hard to, time and energy are hard to come by. Effort, less hard, but still hard. But still, still, when I think about it to myself, does that really seem like an equivalent exchange for what I'm making right now? And if I'm being completely honest, it doesn't feel that way. But it doesn't have to be about work. We talk about work all the time. Let's talk about some other exchanges. And I thought about it. Well, when I pay somebody for a good and slash or service, that's an exchange. 
it's is it an equivalent exchange? Have you seen the price of groceries lately? Ah, uh, that's topical. We don't do topical, or do we? Topical solutions lower the cost. Your price is way too high. You need to cut it. <laughs> but then I think about the exchange, the the transmutation. All right, because it is, it's a transmutation. You're turning something into something else. You're turning your time, effort, and energy into work, which turns into currency. It's already a form of currency, tender, money. But I also think about the interpersonal relationships or personal relationships or relationships. There's an exchange there. When two people... Um, get married they exchange vows when parents have children they exchange their lives for their kids lives they exchange uh, order of importance now this here was another podcast right now you'd hear about watch out for energy vampires and other things of that nature but I don't know enough about it to say that and I think it's refreshing when Someone who doesn't know enough about a topic decides not to wade in and talk about things that are above, that they know are above their, um, what they're talking about. I might still do that in this conversation right here, but I won't knowingly do that. Neither do they. So fair point. That's a fair point. But then I think about personal relationships, right? And that's an exchange too. We already said, uh, gave you some examples, but even with the friendships, even with friendships, in friendships and friend groups, it seems as though, for the most part, everybody plays a role. Now, I wouldn't necessarily argue that's an equivalent role, because a lot of times somebody will be the leader, the take charge, somebody will be the caretaker, somebody will be the troublemaker, and somebody will be the wild card and by that means they can kind of fill any role at any time in any way and you'll be different things to different groups and different people and things of that nature so everything is an exchange to me and it's not like a purposely done or insidious exchange it's just like the things are relational things are in relation to other things that's just how it has to work because if things weren't in relation to other things they wouldn't be things they'd be thing it wouldn't be existence it'd be exist that doesn't make sense that's just that that's that's mumbo jumbo but here's why i tell you energy exchange is real because have you ever had a conversation with someone who is kind of boring? Kind of boring. And before you have that conversation with them, you're like full of just energy. You're full of just vigor and everything. And then you talk to them and you need a nap after talking to them. Why? Because it was draining to talk with them. Sometimes it's draining to visit your parents. 
Sometimes it's draining to go to your significant other's work event. Where's that drain come from? That's the energy. You gave up your energy to engage in this act. Now, here's the question. Was that equivalent? Maybe. Sometimes. Sometimes that person that you engage in conversation with that's a little dry, they feel more energized because somebody listened to them. Someone talked to them. Hey, I have, they have a bounce in their stuff and now they're going to go terrorize somebody else. Or they may feel that they filled their talking quota for the day and they don't have to do anymore. Either way, you still gave your time and your energy for them. And they gave their time and energy for you. So it's still an exchange, an exchange of ideas. An exchange. And that's what happens when you go out. So it happens when you meet people. Whether it be for a moment or a lifetime or some time in between. You know, we, we do take a little bit of each other with us everywhere. There's people that you have met whose lives you've transformed just by them knowing you. But there's also people you haven't met whose lives you've transformed by them knowing people that know you. An act of kindness or listening to someone who was kind of on, on, the, on the down slopes or anything at one time. It's a butterfly effect. It's a butterfly effect. No matter what you do in life, something you do is going to affect people you'll never meet, ever, both good and bad. Both good and bad. Is there a life lesson there? No, absolutely not. I just think it's interesting. I thought I was going to offer you some wise, sage, and this is why. No, no, no. I'm just talking about an exchange. After all, that's what we're having here. We're having an exchange. You're giving me your ears and hopefully some of your attention. And I'm giving you my voice and some of what's inside this crazy cranium of mine. We are having an exchange right now as I speak and you listen. We can say as we speak, because you're going to speak back right now. I'm going to give you a few seconds to speak back right now so I can say as we speak. You ready? Go. Really? Wow. Wow. Okay. You know what? I never thought about it like that before, but now that you say that, <laughs> that's crazy. No, no, put that knife down. Okay. And we just had an exchange. See, as we speak. Because even though we're all individuals with our own atmosphere around us, we're all living a shared experience called existence. That's pretty trippy. That's trippy in and of itself. It's trippy that we're here. But sometimes, 
sometimes the exchange, the energetic exchange, isn't even equivalent. But not in a bad way, in a very positive way. Sometimes the energetic exchange can be a force multiplier. You can collaborate, partner, you can get together, you can um, commingle, you can coalesce, you can, you can bond. And what comes out of those endeavors comes something that, that's tenfold. The sum is, can be greater of its parts. But it's still an exchange. It's an addition. It's a multiplication. But it's an exchange. For most of us that work jobs, we, <laughs> after a certain point, their jobs give you the ability to invest in a retirement fund. Or you've heard about the stock exchange. Or you've heard about investing, period. And what's that? You're investing something to get something down the road. You're investing something now to get something later, or you're, you're speculating on something now in hopes that it'll be better later. So there is such a thing as compound exchange. And because this exchange right here happened, means I'm going to have more exchanges where I'm going to have more podcast episodes because you need them. I hear you. You're saying it right now. You're saying, Reese, I need more podcast episodes. Why would you not? Well, you're in luck because I am. I'm going to make as many as I can. Lord willing, the quick don't rise. I said quick. I said quick. Ugh. Sometimes the words are not wording as I would like them to, but that's okay. Sometimes the concepts that I think about, I'm like, I ask myself, oh, did you, did you, did you hit that concept in the way that you really wanted to? Did you nail it? Sometimes yes, sometimes absolutely not. But every time it's still a learning exchange for me. Every time that I do this, I'm getting something back. And that's what makes this worth it. But I would suggest for myself and yourself, let's think about the things that we do spend our time and energy on and wonder, really, really take an audit and wonder if those things are worth it. Because I'm sure there are certain things that are simply not worth it. That I do out of habit, out of routine, out of supposed obligation. But they don't enrich me. And by enrich me, I don't always mean moving forward and moving ahead in life and, you know, grabbing the brass bell or brass ring, actually. No. Sometimes that could just be really enjoying your quiet time, your downtime, or your chill time. Being a happy couch potato because of everything else you did. And not always having to grind and go. But also, having to grind and go, that's what you feel is worth your time. But I'm just saying, maybe just maybe, 
there's certain exchanges that aren't equivalent. And let's make it so. Because, um, and I ended on this, right? Uh, or I'll, I'll bring it in for the landing on this. About those brothers I spoke about earlier, the Fulmino Alchemists, Eric and Alphonse, their names. They may have not gotten what they were looking for, for what they sacrificed. But they ended up getting something else. They ended up getting experiences. They ended up getting allies. They ended up getting... To save the world, maybe. Maybe not. Spoiler alert, or not. They ended up getting a lot. But they certainly ended up getting more than what they bargained for. And in the end, was it worth it? I'd say because they help bring anime to the world. Now, how's that for an exchange? And I think that's as good a time as any to actually bring this episode to a close. We got there. We got there. I gotta be honest with you, sometimes with these podcasts, I know exactly where I'm going. And other times, I have a, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. I have a gist, I have a guess. But I don't exactly know where we're going. Why? Because, as I told you before, I always want this to feel like you're talking with a friend. That's the point. And sometimes, your friend is really there and other times your friend will get there they they might take the scenic route or route whichever way you say it i've said it both ways because mm, i'm malleable doesn't really matter to me doesn't really matter to me language is just a uh, uh, a combination of sounds in which to communicate but let me communicate my thanks to you for yet again gracing me with your time and presence in my little corner of the universe. Technically the Milky Way galaxy as we know it, but maybe you notice something different. But either way, I yep, yep, I see your ride, and I think it's time for you to go. Thank you so much for listening to these Told by Reese podcasts. I've been Reese, as I always will be, and I'll see you later. Bye now.